Blog Talk Radio. Today is Monday, January the 19th, 2015, and as always, I'm your host, John Hansen, and as you know, each and every Monday at this same time, over these same virtual airwaves of the Blog Talk Radio Network, I welcome to the show Kelly Barner from Buyer's Meeting Point to share with us news from the world of purchasing, and of course, included in what we talk about today is, of course, the, uh, what you, I guess, the guest soundbite where we get somebody who has special insights and perspectives and reports to actually share with us what exactly is is happening in a particular area of procurement practice. And this week, continuing on the series from last week, we're joined by Andrew Bartolini of Ardent Partners. And he's going to talk about the 2014 CPO Rising Report, or study. And again, last week was very interesting, so I expect much the same this week. So without further delay, here's Kelly Barner. Thank you, John. This is the Buyer's Meeting Point Weekly Update for January 19th through the 22nd, 2015. This week's recommended event topics include unmanaged spend, supplier capacity constraints, and offshoring. We start the week's recommended events on Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern with a HubWoo webinar on three tips to win the battle against the long tail of unmanaged spend. The unmanaged spend they refer to is a specific subset. If you are used to applying the Pareto Principle or the 80-20 rule, as we so often do in procurement, you know that 80% of the spend is represented by roughly 20% of the suppliers or transactions. If you are primarily driven by bringing spend under management and maximizing savings, that's a very logical place to start. On the other hand, if you factor in transaction efficiency and or risk, taking an 80-20 approach also means that 80% of your suppliers or transactions go unmanaged. And while that may sound like a very labor-intensive effort, it may not be an option to skip it. In this event, HubWoo and Shared Services Link will share three tips for bringing some order to the spend in that infamously unruly tale. Next up is a webinar from Resilink and Supply and Demand Chain Executive at 2 p.m. Eastern Wednesday on managing supplier capacity proactively. Speaking of risk as a procurement priority, as we just were, supplier capacity constraints can be a huge concern. This is especially true when you have a market or industry that is selecting suppliers based on a similar evaluation model. The same suppliers are likely to be awarded contracts by a number of companies none of which has full visibility into the total demand picture for that link in their own supply chain. This is also a concern that may come up in second and third tier supply chain management activities, where you are evaluating more deeply embedded risks with supplier partners. Don't worry about having to dig too far into your supplier's operations to monitor their capacity versus likely demand. Resilink will share some of the options for proactively monitoring and assessing capacity through automation and analytics. 
My last recommendation for this week is an advanced purchasing dynamics webinar taking place on Friday that will focus on a positive case example from one of their executives. Jim Price, APD's VP of Optimization and Offshoring, will share his experiences with offshoring at a major Tier 1 automotive supplier. He will explain the lessons he learned from business process offshoring, ways to improve global processes and interactions with an offshore team, and how optimization and service delivery systems can benefit purchasing. Check the Buyer's Meeting Point events calendar for the scheduling and registration links for these events, as well as those coming up. Next week's events include Hackett Group's 2015 Key Procurement Issues webinar, as well as events on the unexpected benefits of source-to-pay and energy management. In this week's guest audio, we continue our three-week series on CPO studies with audio from Andrew Bartolini on Ardent Partners CPO Rising 2014 report. In it, he talks about the focus of today's CPOs and the factors shaping that role, as well as a few forward-looking trends. Let's listen. Sure, sure. So we just uh, concluded our annual research study focused on procurement. It's called CPO Rising 2014. Um, it uh, draws from more than 270 chief procurement officers and other procurement executives who responded to our uh, survey. We also interviewed about 25 uh, CPOs to find out what's happening in the market. So where procurement now is, you know, the next step in the procurement evolution, right? And so, you know, 10 to 15 years ago, there was no role of chief procurement officer in an organization. Now we see that in about 75% of organizations. Where they're focused today is really taking a more holistic view to the entire source to settle process. They're thinking about the entirety of the relationship that they have with suppliers, right? Getting visibility into spend, so understanding what they're buying and from whom. They are you know, linking that to their sourcing processes, right? So identifying the suppliers of highest value, linking that to contracts, and managing those contracts well so that they're uh, you know, ultimately buying um, you know, both from a um, performance SLA standpoint and from a price standpoint, compliant to those contracts, and ultimately closing that loop now with uh, an invoice process. So um, you know, that's, that's been a, a, you know, part of the procurement revolution, right? So it has been the technology fueled revolution and one that continues to move forward. Now, when we look to the future, um, you know, if you were to look at the best of class organizations today, the characteristics of those procurement organizations are efficiency and ability to execute and influence spend. Um, as we start to look forward, organizations that are going to really thrive are those that are agile, uh, that are collaborative in nature and are really driving innovation. And so driving innovation within the organization from a process standpoint uh, and finding and locating innovation and bringing that home and really farming it, um, you know, finding innovation outside the organization from the supply base and bringing that back into the organization. Last week, we heard from IBM on their 2014 CPO study which focused on the importance of procurement role models, or leading organizations, and what lessons they can offer the rest of the pack. What we hear this week is that those leading organizations, or a representative portion of them at least, what they are doing to position themselves so well. These procurement leaders have a decidedly broad focus, meaning full source to settle, looking at processes in their entirety, and seeking maximum visibility at every point. In order to take such a big approach, they have had to be clever as well as efficient. 
as Rob Hanfield and Gerard Chick explain in their book, The Procurement Value Proposition, those high-performing procurement teams do not have it easy. They are responsible for the tactical as well as the strategic. And that is where the efficiency and execution ability Andrew mentioned come into play. The more stretching a procurement team has to do to achieve the base expectations, the less capacity remains for more value-oriented work. The idea of procurement being able to influence spend is interesting, because influence can mean a lot of things, but it is far more specific than the idea of managing spend. Influencing spend requires procurement to have had an active effect on the spend, deliberately impacting the trajectory of each category in order for it to be considered influenced, where spend under management remains somewhat of an abstract idea. Last but not least is the fact that leading procurement teams are not operating in a vacuum. Last week, I made the point that middle-of-the-pack procurement organizations cannot learn from leaders if they do not interact with them. Well, those leaders are not sitting in ivory towers having magically strategic thoughts. They, too, are out working with suppliers and business partners, actively seeking ways to improve the supply management big picture for their whole organization. I will put the link to the full video, which also includes Andrew's thoughts on the forward path of procurement technology from both practitioner and investor standpoints on today's Blog Talk Radio episode page. Can your procurement team see the big picture, or is the forest getting lost for the trees? If you look at the difference between the spend procurement manages versus the spend they have truly influenced, how large is the gap? As always, you can share your thoughts on this week's guest audio or recommended events by commenting on today's episode page or by connecting with me directly on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook. I will be back next Monday to review upcoming procurement events and share another guest audio excerpt. Thank you.